we'd like to welcome you back to our current event and weekly Bible study for February 19th, 2018. We're going to continue where we left off with the other. Now, this is a separate video, but I believe it's the same interview. Secret Service changed safety protocol for this school a few weeks before the Florida school shooting. So, and again, what is the Secret Service doing? I, I didn't realize that they were responsible for high schools in America. I didn't, I didn't realize the secret. I can understand if Trump was going to go to this school and maybe have some kind of speech there. That makes sense. Nothing else makes sense, though, at all. So let's go ahead and listen to this one. Jalen Martin is a student at the high school. We've confirmed a student ID, who he is, his social media. And he's telling us that friends of his said they thought there were multiple shooters, there have been weird secret service, SWAT team-style drills going on. Uh, a lot of bizarre stuff if you just joined us. But now we've got more clips, not just Alexa Mednick uh, saying that she saw the reported shooter walking along without guns, said, oh, good, it's not you. We thought it'd be somebody like you. And then, of course, uh, other shots going off while that's happening. But we have another witness uh, who's unnamed who was on KPRC, uh, Hispanic youth, We'll find her name uh, saying the same thing. Here's a clip of that. All the kids to go outside so they can start shooting up. So they shot, they started shooting um, from the first floor up. Because there's only two exits in the freshman building, so everybody started running to the other exit. So that's when the shooter, the other shooter started coming up. So everybody, and then I thank God to this teacher who opened up her door and like all of a sudden, she got shot in the arm trying to open the door. And then the other teacher, he got shot in the head trying to cut the other students and um it was like an hour like I mean, this is an eyewitness they saw this this is a girl that was there in the one of the classrooms felt like years waiting for them and then after all that we finally got out and like they started yelling at us to keep focus and pay attention all right, here's to the, deal. the army full clips coming up next segment after our guest leaves us but did, did you hear multiple people shooting up at them and that's what the witnesses are saying, and they're so clear. But notice, I said that was KPRC. It wasn't. That's somebody over the shoulder of KPRC on an iPhone. So the news isn't putting this out. So in other words, KPRC had that footage. They were interviewing her, but they never posted it. The Only the person with the iPhone over the shoulder of that person who got that, uploaded it, posted it. Because it's, it's all a big con job to keep us all in the dark. We know the K-H-O-U. Got it? That girl, and I think we're going to play the clip later, that girl said definitively there were there were definitely three shooters. She was there. Okay. Thought it would be on the news, and then it didn't, so the reporter, Matt Muzel, put it out on his Twitter. Here's a clip of that. They're all in shock. Let me just tell you this. We just spoke with a former student, Aletza Medick. She actually walked down the hall with the accused shooter, Nicholas Cruz, after she heard shots fired. She said, hey, Nicholas, this is what she told me on camera. We will have it for a 10 o'clock show. She said, hey, I just heard shots fired. I'm surprised it wasn't you. Just kidding like that. He had this reaction. What? And then they parted ways. She said, I heard more shots after that. She thinks there was a second shooter. That's the first we've heard of that. But She, she was walking next to him while the shootings were going on. And she said, hey, I thought this would be you because basically you're such a creep that, you know, maybe she's trying to make light of the situation. And he, like, looked at her surprised and said, what? And this is the guy that was supposedly shooting everybody.
and he was there walking next door unarmed while this was going on it makes no sense whatsoever but it is a prerequisite even though he had been expelled a year before that he needed to be in that school that day so they could pin it and blame it all on him and i guarantee you the government made all that happen how i have no idea but they made sure that he was on campus that day because it would be hard to pin on him if he had eyewitnesses saying oh he was a, he wasn't even near the school that day believes there was actually a and then that didn't air that night but he had to put it on his twitter and we played that clip already alexa mendick will play it come on the next segment so jalen martin like you said look 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 investigate 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 that's what your gut's telling you uh, but uh, off air you were just basically saying yeah this doesn't add up you're going to investigate you were saying most of the other young adults that they're not buying into it recapping what your friends told you about thinking there were multiple shooters like you just heard from that young lady did, did you recognize her voice um, it's really hard to tell exactly who I was talking to, but, uh, or who I was listening to, I'm sorry. Um, but in terms of what my friends were telling me, um, I had a friend I, who I think she said she was walking with, you know, the, um, the girl in the, the previous video, um, who said there were multiple shooters. Um, she, uh, she basically was saying like she was walking with her, um, and <laughs> It was impossible for there to have possibly been only one shooter because she heard shots still while they were all walking. And, you know, Nick was right there. So the whole thing just doesn't add up to me. Uh, that and the fact that the Secret Service decided to come and change the safety protocol a few weeks ahead, I think that's pretty suspicious. And uh, one thing that I also want to say is, like, the girl in this video um, just said that there's only two exits, there's only two entrances, um, and those stairwells, they have cameras in them. They clearly should have saw them. If right. they don't have someone operating those cameras at all times, they don't need the cameras really in the first place. No, they, they've got all this on, on footage. They got, they got the whole story, but you'll never hear about any of the footage. Because that would incriminate the government. Now, if, if it supported the narrative, if it was if this kid really was the one doing this, they would have the footage of him doing this. You know, going up, you know, whatever the stairwells, they, in the halls, doing all of this, lone gunman, but they don't have it and you're never going to see it. And that's just more confirmation. This is all a big gigantic lie. Because there are like three cameras in each stairwell. There's two stairwells, so that's like six. Then within each hallway on each floor, there are like two two cameras. So this is something they should have saw. I mean, they should have known. Okay, this is this kid, and well, okay, I see him running up there. Jalen Martin, say that we're back in sixty seconds because you, you know the school. You're saying exactly what this other young lady was telling local TV and national TV that they didn't decide to air, but a citizen shot video of the interview. Thank God. I mean, this is incredible. You know some. Okay, so we have that. Now let's go further. Because I'm just building upon, you know, this whole narrative, trying to, you know, show you the truth here. Here's the next one. And, um... We've got some more bombshell testimony coming out of Florida. A student at Douglas High School gave an interview saying that there were at least three shooters there at the school. And this comes on the heels of the other uh, 
footage that I posted for you in a previous video. I'll go ahead and put it on at the end of this one as well, so you've got all of it uh, together in one video. But the student in this video is giving an interview saying that there were three shooters. She says that at first the students weren't panicking because they were in the middle of being put through drills when the shooting started. And so they thought that the shooting was part of the drill. That's what people keep asking. Why are these students not freaked out? Yeah, Most exactly. of them didn't even know that there was a real shooting going on. And that's it, all by design, so that they wouldn't freak out, so that they would be like fish in a barrel, so that maybe they would be inquisitive and maybe go out in the hall and look to see what's going on. Oh, I really want to see this, you know, shooter scenario drill, and then get, you know, shot in the head or something, or shot. So, uh, you know, all of this is right on cue, all by design. This is what is used over and over and over. At this point, now that we have multiple students confirming that there were multiple shooters, that there were drills going on, I'm in the false flag bandwagon at this point. Uh, I've jumped on board. This is way bad. This was very bad. And in a subsequent video I'm going to put up, I will go ahead and uh, share with you my thoughts on how the FBI may have already been involved in this from the beginning, how this may have actually been uh, part of an FBI operation. ...to go outside so they could start shooting up. So they shot, they started shooting um, from the first floor up. Because there's only two exits in the first So they started shooting from the first floor up. This is a girl. This is the one that they're interviewing the girl, and this is over-the-shoulder footage from an, from an iPhone getting this because this wasn't posted by KPRC the actual network that was interviewing her. So, but thank God this guy caught this. So she's saying basically the shooters were shooting up, I, meaning I think they were going up the stairs, these these two ways, so that they would be like uh, one on one stairwell, one on the other. I'm assuming that they would be like um, corralling the students into this upper, this third level floor of the freshman building in order to be shooting them like fish in a barrel building so everybody started running to the other exits but that's when the shooter and the other shooter started coming up so, so that's when the other shooter started coming up when they went to the other exit so they were in one one shooter was coming up one exit because there's only two remember what we had they had said so then that's when the other shooter started coming up the other exit that way they couldn't get out so they'd be pinned down so you'd be a sitting duck and she's flat out saying this and then I thank God to this teacher who opened up her door and like all of a sudden she got shot in the arm trying to open the door and then the other teacher, he got shot in the head trying to cut the other students and um, it was like an hour, like it felt like years. So she saw this going on here, these, sh these teachers getting shot. And then after all that, we finally got out and like they started yelling at us to keep focus and pay attention ahead, the army people. The army people. Said army people? That doesn't sound like just regular law enforcement. Okay. Could, you know, could these be the very people that were orchestrating the whole thing? Told the kids to not look around at the bodies they moved and they hid them under mats? Because they didn't want us to see the bodies that they hid in the, in the corner. They were putting mats over them so we wouldn't see them. But there was dust all over the floor. There was dust all over the floor from the gunpowder basically the discharged gunpowder because it was in an enclosed area and they were firing so many bullets that I guess there was, you know, that whole, if you've ever been like a shooting range 
and that whole thing, you, you kind of understand what they're talking about. So you think there was more than? Do you think there was more than one shooter? So she says, "Do you think there was more than one shooter?" She says, "Definitely three shooters." I mean, she's not even flinching when she says this. She is. She is looking her straight in the eye, not even batting an eye, not even thinking about it. Definitely three shooters. First-hand eyewitness. How terrifying. Hold on one second, Mal. How terrifying. It was pretty damn terrifying because we, we, they were putting us through drills and we all thought this oh, was so it was It was pretty terrifying because they were putting us through drills. We all thought that this was a drill, but it wasn't. Even though they were drilling that day prior to this, they had a fire alarm drill. They had drills prior to this. They had the Secret Service there four weeks beforehand changing safety protocols. And, in, I mean, all of this really red flaggy stuff going on in, in a lot of it the same day. And then she says, so we thought it was all a drill, but it wasn't. And then we had started hearing gunshots. But remember, they had been told that there could be a false um, code red drill where they were going to be using things that sounded like real bullets, but they weren't, but, they, but it actually was. So that would disarm everybody. And, and they'd be thinking, oh, it's, it's just what we had heard about. It's no big deal while you sit there and wait for your death. We thought this was a drill, but it wasn't. And then we just started hearing the gunshots. And it was really terrifying because my class, the class that I ran into, he started shooting through the door and he came through and he started shooting the cabinet and that's when he shot the teacher. And then they started, and then he ran back outside to shoot the other teacher who was closing the other door for the kids. But he didn't get to close the door and he was just there. And so we were all just sushing, sushing each other, like, shut up, just suck it up if you're crying because we're not trying to get shot. Because he was in the hallway yelling, hey, hey, trying to taunt us and get us to say things trying to get us outside and that's when some other kid like he ran out because he thought it was free but he got shot and then we heard the groaning outside and we couldn't do anything what was the shooter so people were really getting shot i mean this isn't something like nobody even got hurt they're all crisis actors or whatever no i, I do believe people got killed and i mean you know for satan that's just more sacrifices to him and, and, and it's you know when you have this many eyewitnesses it would be very, very hard to pull that off where nobody got killed and they're all crisis actors and, and everybody's going to buy that. No, they wanted real dead bodies. Tell me, besides, hey, hey, what was he saying during He wasn't this? doing anything. He was legit. He just ran up the stairs, started shooting, and you could see a bunch of kids just going down that way, but stopping, but because the other shooters had So everybody was training. Everybody was trampling each other because they were like, hey, do you hear that loud, loud banging sound? And we all thought it was like some kid joking on the stairwell because they're hollow, so you could just hit a stick and it sounds like it. But then we all were like, oh, this is real. So we all just started running. It was really bad. Now, some, one student told me that the shooter was wearing a bulletproof vest and a helmet. Did you see that? I saw some other kid. He went, the other so kid one of them was wearing a bulletproof vest, one of the shooters. I saw some other kid, a different shooter from the one the woman is asking about, though. came into the classroom. He was wearing some type of thing. And like, so this was one of the three shooters, and, and she's describing him. It was like, I tried, not, I was like, I froze at that moment because you never know because when the gun is like pointed towards you and the thing, you don't know what to do. And you're kind of just like, call it. I mean, it's like, is this actually going to happen? But I felt like he was going after all the teachers because a bunch of teachers got shot. And then, but in, any of the kids who were in the way, they got shot. So here's another um, interview. The fire bell rang. We already had a drill today. So we were like, it's another drill? Oh, it's fire. We already had a drill today, so we're like, it's another drill. 
so we don't take it seriously. But then uh, we hear we hear pop, and from the other side of the school, we just see the whole school running out. So you heard we heard multiple. So they heard different shots from different sides. They heard gunfire from different sides of the building, which again is at bare minimum two different shooters. You believe there multiple gunfire shots? Yeah. And you said there was a drill today of some sort, and because of that, today was a normal fire drill, like that. normally we need one every month, and we were just assuming it was that one, but then a second drill went off in my pot, we just all assumed that it was a normal drill, but as we are walking out, we started hearing, like, pop shots, and no one seemed to be worried about it, people thought that it was just not. Yeah, they were told about a drill before where they were going to be shooting blanks. This is this other code red drill that was separate from the fire drill that was actually a live code red turned into a live code red where people were actually dying but they wanted to just uh, uh, you know allay any concerns up until the time when you had a bullet put in your head they w- they wanted to allay all of that and say oh you know if you if you do hear gunshots it's not a big deal today you know we just people getting killed yeah the blood's all fake it's it's just you know ketchup packs or whatever and so don't so don't really and, and again it's all done by design so that everybody would you know be you know thinking it wasn't real there's like intense drill they got a whole lot of drill before where they were going to be shooting blanks so we, we heard the shots like hey, where they were going to be shooting blanks that's what the drill they were told about <laughs> that drill um i actually was in the bathroom at the moment Okay, now, I know I waited a long time to play. This is the most famous video right now of the whole thing. This is the girl talking about how she was in the bathroom, and this is what, this is right, basically, as the shooting was happening. Okay, so listen to what she's saying. I came back to my classroom, and I knocked on the door, and the fire alarm went off, and um, principal came on the speaker and just said, everyone needs to evacuate right now, so that's what we did. Uh, as I was going down the stairs, I heard a couple shots fired. Everyone was freaking out, saying that it was a gun. And um, as we were walking the whole class together, I actually was speaking to the suspect, Nicholas Cruz. Okay, so this is the guy that supposedly pulled this whole thing off, okay? This, I mean, very low IQ seeming. I mean, he does not look like he's, I'm sorry, but he does not look like a high IQ individual. He looks... Um, like he's absolutely doped up on all type of psychotropic meds, and um, he's the supposed mastermind that did all of this and figured out some way to get in there and to go up both stairwells at the same time with assault rifles and literally convince everybody it was one shooter, pin them all in on the third level and go around and shoot fish, fish like a barrel, like fish in a barrel. Okay, but now he's miraculously. While shots are going off, he's literally with this girl as they're being evacuated out of the building. As shots are going off. So he's he's really good, this guy. Because not only is he convincingly making sure that, he, that everybody, that a lot of people think it's three shooters and it's just him. Not only is he up on the third level, he's really not there. He's actually walking out of the building while shots are going off next to this girl. I witness to the whole thing. Do you understand how insane this all sounds? And as I was speaking to him, the shooter, he seemed very I don't I don't know what the word I want to say is, but um 
he was trouble in middle school, so I kind of joked to him about it and said, I'm surprised you weren't the one who did it. And he just gave me a huh? So, uh, that's really, really what happened. You were walking down the hall. He had already fired at that time. Yes, sir, with him. No, she said yes, sir, with him. She didn't say yes, sir, yes, he had fired. She just was going along with what he's saying. Yes, sir, I was with him. It, how could he have done all this at the same time? He fired, yeah, he ditched the gun, he, he killed everybody up there, even though shots were still going off. And then she had just heard shots as she was coming down the stairwell, as she's being evacuated. And he's miraculously there, without the gun, going out. No, he was there for one reason or another. The government made sure that he was there, so they could pin the whole thing on him. And he was, he was as surprised about this whole thing as the girl was, it sounds like. Weren't you scared? Um, in the moment, I wasn't. She wasn't scared of Nicholas because she was with him while the shots were coming from another part of the building. Because there was obviously definitely another shooter involved. <laughs> See? I mean, oh, you think he was not the Another. Only? She's going along with the narrative because this guy's corralling her into that narrative. This reporter that's interviewing him. But she's just, I mean, she's just a 18-year-old girl or whatever. She's not going to sit there and try to rebut this reporter. But she's just kind of going along with what he's saying at that point. But at the same time, she, she's saying there was another shooter, obviously. At bare minimum, even if he was part of this, we know there was at least one other shooter. What about that shooter? What about all the secrets? What about all the drills? What about them saying they're going to go active that day and all this stuff? What about all the other eyewitness accounts? Only one? No. Definitely not. She wasn't Why afraid. Why do you say that? Um... Because when shots were fired, I saw him after the fact. So, and the shots were coming from the other part of the So building. she heard shots, then she saw him basically right around the same time frame. She knew he wasn't the one doing the shooting. She never suspected him. So why on God's green earth would she be afraid of him? He was, he was one of the ones that were being evacuated out of the building with her. So there definitely had to be two shooters involved, I believe. That's the first I've heard of that. Did you see any other students who were wounded? Um, no, sir. Okay, so we got that. You've heard, you've heard. There's other there's other ones up there. I wanted to play the ones that were very very definitive. There's other a lot of other students that were interviewed. They're not they're not quite as definitive as this. They, yes, it would cast a lot of doubt. But these are the most definitive ones that are up there. Okay, so let's shift gears a little bit here. Hopefully we've blown this whole official narrative out of the water. And now we're going to hear a, a little clip from Judge Jeannie about the, um, Janine, about the FBI in this whole thing. Hey guys, full credit to MoxNews.com YouTube user. Subscribe to this page and start tweeting Judge Janine about the truth about the shooting and how it was a live exercise that went real which means the government is involved. She'll go ape when she finds that out. Send it to her on her Twitter, everything else, guys. Here it is. Spread it around. Thanks. But first, my opening statement. The FBI needs a complete overhaul, a complete cleansing. In any company or organization that runs afoul of its mission or is tainted by corruption and politics, the CEO and the board of directors would go. 
Likewise, the utter failure of the FBI in September and January regarding shooter Nicholas Cruz is so monumental that the same rule must apply. The killing of young innocents, their teachers and coaches, gunned down in a school, a place that should be a haven in a heartless world, lays the hands or lays at the hands of the FBI. And although Shooter Cruz pulled the trigger, the potential slaughter twice reported to the FBI could have been prevented had they bothered to lift a finger. A concerned citizen. Now, again, bear in mind something. That's if this whole narrative is true, which I hopefully at this point I don't buy. I don't think you probably do either. Lone gunman, typical garbage every single time. It's some lone white guy, crazy nutbag, supposed gunman that's a, usually a white supremacist. You know, um, this is granted. Did the FBI buy? But see, they're all in on it. They wanted to be able, after the fact, say, look, yeah, we kind of blew it, but yeah, he did say all this stuff, and then have all this record of him having all this unbelievably bad, erratic, horrible history, and saying, I want to be a professional school shooter, and all this other stuff that that maybe he actually said, which he probably did, but now they can come back after the fact and say, oh, we, we messed up, yeah, he did say all this, but we didn't follow it up, and yeah, you know, that's why all these people died. When the reality is, I don't think he killed anybody. I mean, I don't. I don't. I, I just. I've. I've heard too much already from this. I think he's the absolute total fall guy in the Patsy in this whole thing. He's this on YouTube. Quote: I want to be a professional school shooter, and that citizen is so alarmed. He takes the time to call the FBI. They take the complaint and do nothing. But after 17 killed and 14 wounded, the FBI has the unmitigated gall to walk up to a microphone and say... There was not enough PII to, to positively, positively identify uh, the subject. Uh, so we got close at that point. Close it out, say what? So he said, uh, supposedly he tweeted or whatever, I want to be a professional school shooter. And the FBI comes back and says, well, we couldn't find out who it was. Yeah, right, with all of their vast resources to be able to i mean you know all of the ways that they would have to be able to that's a total lie from the pit of hell what? you had no further identifying information are you not the fbi there are only 13 nicholas cruises in the country <laughs> to support this lame excuse the fbi trots out messengers briefed with the fbi talking points the FBI is very limited in, in what it can do with this type oh, of information. You liar. They're looking for federal crimes that they can prosecute. On its face, this single posting does not give you that. You're not going to be able to take that to a prosecutor and say, if I prove who posted this, will you charge them? The answer is no. Continues by saying FBI agents, bless them, are working within their guidelines, adding they can't follow someone for protected First Amendment rights. Really? Working within their guidelines? Do the guidelines tell them to ignore school shooters or threats to kill? Isn't the job of an FBI special agent, and by the way, they're all special agents, isn't their job to investigate? You really want to talk about guidelines as we bury our children? A primer. Google, which owns... She had supposedly been to this kid's house like 22 times or something. I mean, he had all this history or whatever. I mean, it, it's just a total lie. They were just literally, they were salivating over the fact 
that this kid, we are going to put him on a shelf. We're going to let him kind of do what he wants to do right now. And when the time comes, we're going to make sure he's at the school on that particular day. And we're going to pin the whole thing on him. He is the perfect Patsy. He's the perfect one to fit this narrative that we want to push. That's why he hadn't been, wasn't in jail already. Because he was going to be used for a much higher satanic purpose. YouTube removed Cruz's message. The FBI could have issued a preservation order to save the electronic footprint of Cruz. Even if Google deleted Cruz's threat, it would be easy to find him since YouTube and Google require an email address and cell phone information that allows them to find other postings of Cruz, a pattern of behavior, as well as his IP address. But the FBI does nothing. And now the FBI has the chutzpah to run in front of the cameras with the Broward County Sheriff's Office to, quote, support them and give them every resource they need. How about you assist them before the tragedy? And even more alarming, on January 5th, the call comes in to the FBI's tip line from a person close to Cruz, providing information about gun ownership, his desire to kill people, erratic behavior, the cutting of his own wrist, his dysfunctional home life, eerily predicting the horrific shooting about to occur. In See, it's, it's just amazing to me how even somebody highly intelligent like this Judge Jeanine, they just fall into the, they just, and 99% of the country believes this narrative right now. So it's the only point you can really argue from. I am presenting the true narrative because my listeners are actually can handle this. Okay, at least I think most of them can. I mean, this is the same thing I've reported on over and over again in other different scenarios like this. But, you know, if you really start to look at this objectively, yes, is what she's saying about the FBI true, but he was the dream, dream, dream candidate for this position. <laughs> to fulfill to pin everything on him so it, you know it's just so unbelievably predictable that it happened this way five weeks everyone seemed to know Cruz would do this everyone it seems but the fbi and as the outrage mounts, Director Christopher Ray says, We deeply regret the additional pain caused by the FBI's failure to investigate the January tip. You regret the additional pain? How about you regret that you didn't stop the massacre? That you did nothing to prevent bloodshed in a school? That you didn't lift a finger to investigate? Regret? It's not that they didn't do anything. They were the actual ones behind it with the Secret Service and with the, the most wicked elements of the deep state. They, they were all absolutely complicit and made sure it happened and made sure that they could pin it all on this one uh, on this Nicholas Cruz. How about you regret the fact that even though you race to the cameras and you think you're the big dogs in law enforcement, you can't even do what any cop from any town in this country would be smart enough to do. And your chutzpah knows no bounds. My sources tell me the FBI had a call with the victim's families to say, we want you to know we're putting protocols in place to make sure this doesn't happen oh, again. Yeah, right. You're going to make sure it doesn't happen again? Tell me how that helps me as I bury my child shot in the head, as I look in the bedroom of my child knowing that he or she will never come home again. And now you're going to investigate? If we know anything about you, you're going to lie, deny, delete emails, do anything you need to to protect yourselves. 
I would add one thing to Governor Rick Scott's demand that Director Ray go, and that is that the entire upper echelon, the whole top layer of the FBI, go. Amen. For more than three decades as an elected DA with my own investigators, I worked with the FBI and watched as they fought real cops to take away our cases. The FBI runs roughshod over local law enforcement in this country, and don't you buy for one minute that they are one happy family working with local police. Local police are the real cops, the ones with their ears to the ground and their gumshoe to the pavement. They're the ones who solve crime. And so as hundreds of FBI agents chase Russians to create a non-existent Trump-Russia collusion and work the fake Hillary email investigation, or should I say matter, they ignore credible tips loaded with probable cause. It- so we have that. Um, and uh, I wanted to bring the FBI angle up because I felt like it was it had merit, even though they were the ones totally complicit Totally pulling this. I mean, working with Secret Service and whatever other even evil, wicked governmental factions. Now, I just saw this. This just broke on. Uh, it said Trump possibly investigating Parkland shooting using military. And um, I don't know if this is going to happen, but this did come out. Um, and I'm not giving any endorsement on Tom Hennigan, but Tom Hennigan has just reported his intel sources have told him that President Trump is doing his own investigation into the Parkland, Florida high school shooting using the military and others that he actually trusts. Remember what I said that he doesn't really have, he's not relying on the Secret Service to protect him. He would have been dead a long time ago. He's relying on, like, you know, the highest level military as his personal guard and the person, the, the ones that he trusts. Trump has most likely been told about all the funny business uh, like active shooter drills, multiple shooters, Secret Service involvement, etc., which we've all covered, going on at the shooting, and no longer has any faith in the criminal FBI. You can tell by his attacks on the FBI over the last two days that something big is coming. Well, we'll see. I mean, because he's been tweeting out of condemning them, which, you know, is absolutely justified. With Trump now looking into the shooting using his own investigators, we've gone to a whole new level. Anybody that believes anything the, quote, officials or fake news says are complete fools, you never, you never trust known liars or any, uh, with anything. To make sure Trump and his team are aware of all the evidence, including Google articles showing, uh, including Google showing articles for the shooting dated two days prior to the event, and I didn't even get into that, um, Tweet all evidence to Trump at POTUS or Trump at real Donald Trump. Uh, If we do this, Trump and his staff will see it. Spread it around everywhere so your friends know the news is hiding. The news is hiding uh, huge evidence. We've caught them red-handed and we must step on their throats. You you sharing information will wake up others who don't know their news is 100% fake, yet is being censored. We must all now do more to break the back of the criminal mainstream media now and tweet to all hosts that put out some truth and tell them to stop holding back the rest for the sake of the republic. Remember, Trump is... is I'm not going to go on with this. Trump is our only hope, so all truth warriors must take the fight. No, no. The Lord Jesus Christ is our only hope, period. Okay? So the Bible talks about that God is the one that setteth up one and putteth down another as far as rulers go. So Trump getting in there was permitted by God to happen, okay? Um, and, but I will never, ever, ever, you'll never hear me say Trump. I've heard that 
oh, it makes me cringe when I hear people say that. Trump is our only hope. Do you know how angry I think that would make God to hear that? Like, God isn't even in the equation. And most of the news, most of just like what you see on stuff like this, it's almost as like God doesn't even exist, you know? And, and I, that's why I always try to interject the Lord Jesus Christ into whatever we're talking about here. Um, so anyway, that's that's a typical post from Glenn, Glenn Kennedy. He'll say just off-the-cup garbage like that that, you know, just shoots his mouth off. And, oh, dude, I mean, <laughs> Okay, I don't think God's going to be real happy with what you just said there, but okay. So, okay, here's here now we're going to get more into just the gun control. We're almost done here. Um, this is called the Parkland event, something horribly obvious that most are missing. So we're going to go ahead and take a look at this video. I'd say this to be heartless or insensitive, but if you want to objectively increase your chances of dying in a mass casualty event, then disarm yourself and hang out in a gun-free zone. As a matter of fact, 98% of mass casualty events happen in these slaughter zones. If you guys enjoyed this video, subscribe to the Like Public Schools channel, give it a thumbs up, and share it with everybody you know. This is a sickness that has infected the country. Unchecked and unfettered gun violence. Today, 17 lives are over. 17 families are torn apart. So here's the morality police from CNN. They're gonna, they're gonna tell us how we need to give up our guns and how we should all feel collective guilt over this, even though they're the ones that totally orchestrated this. They're the ones that killed all this and pinned it on this, on this uh, white supremacist teenager Patsy, okay? We're gonna, I love getting morality lessons from Satan. I just love it. And that's all you really get on mainstream media when it comes to these types of subjects. 17, that's the number of lives that gets added. To Yet another devil giving me a morality lesson. We're lost to school shootings. This happens nowhere else other than the United States of America. This no, not, not in Muslim countries where the Muslims run roughshod and just kill people wholesale all day long, kill Christians, kill people in Europe, rape, steal, kill people. No, it, it happens nowhere else. What a lie from the pit of hell that is. Epidemic of mass slaughter. If you guys want me to cover this story in another video, let me know in the comments section. I would just ask you to watch this video with an objective eye and a heart of honesty. It's so dang easy to disregard reason and logic and jump on one bandwagon or another. This supposed school shooting is billed as one of the country's deadliest. Was it a hoax, a false flag operation, or was it a real shooting? Within an hour after the report... Hopefully we figured that out at this point, but I'm just going to... There's a lot he covers in this video that um, I believe has merit. ...started coming in of a shooting. The internet lit up with videos already claiming it was a hoax. Was it? On the other end of the spectrum, mainstream media, as usual, is going out of its way to convince us it was real. So was it? Let's dig down deep, lay aside the emotion and all bias that we all have about certain issues, and be gut honest. Let's be objective and steer clear of any subjectivity. You don't know for certain it was real or fake, and neither do I. Heck, a lot of people that were actually there probably don't even know if it was an active shooter drill or if it really happened. But here's what we do know. If this shooting did happen, it happened in the objectively provable, most dangerous place on the entire planet. A gun-free zone. Again. Matter of fact, 98% of what they term mass casualty events 
happen in these gun-free slaughter zones. It's already illegal for anyone to carry a gun in this zone. Illegal, guys! If you parents send your kid to a government indoctrination program known as public schools, you have abdicated your authority, given the life of your kid over to the state, and are without question placing your child in the most dangerous place on earth. And then you want to turn around and demand that the government do... And here, here's a cartoon. There's a lot of really good cartoons that are in the background as he's speaking. And it shows this guy with like, you know, um, like all these guns, machine guns. They're on his back. He's holding them. And he's going into um, wherever this this place is. And, it, and there's a guy standing in front of a gun-free zone sign. And he says, hey, can't you read? With with a guy with all the guns and a mask on or whatever. You know, like that's going to stop. That's the insanity of, oh, we're going to have a gun-free zone. Like that's going to stop. No, it's going to encourage more mass shooting. It's going to encourage the bad guys to go there to kill it's like shooting fish in a barrel. That's exactly where they're going to go. And 98% of the time, that's exactly what happens. Because we're creating that on purpose so that these things will happen. And it's just the opposite of logic is at play here. If they had teachers that were armed, if they had security that was armed. And that these, if these places were, were not gun-free zones, if people were armed in there, the teachers, the faculty, security, you wouldn't have these mass shootings. You, you know, they'd probably be non-existent almost. But you're going to have them when you have gun-free zones. Do something to keep your kids safe. Well, they already have done something. They created a fish-in-a-barrel zone. A zone that ensures your kid has the highest probability yep. of being killed as they huddle in a classroom corner with their unarmed teacher waiting for an insane yep. gunman to fill everybody with holes. Yep. But somehow, guns keep making their way... Here, here's another cartoon. The, so you've got two two masked gunmen with machine guns and all kind of, like, they've got grenades and all these things. And they're, they're going to, uh, it's probably the front of a school, and it says gun-free zone on the school doors. And the one guy says, oh man, well I guess we'll just have to go home then. Darn those liberals and their weapons bans. And then it says under the, underneath the cartoon, yeah, that's how it'll work. Yeah, because they're not going to go in knowing that it's, you know, there's nobody going to be shooting back. That's the reason they will go in. Into these zones, and nobody has the intelligence to figure out that politicians are putting us in grave danger with their one-size-fits-all policies. We intend to enforce our laws, and if anything, the recent events have caused us to know we need to do even more in the future. But there's something else we can <laughs> yeah, know. Yeah, Jeff Sessions. We know that nothing mainstream media news produces. Got to take away more guns. That's that's the solution to this. Yeah, like the bad guys won't find the guns. You know, like they won't be able to get them even if they got theirs taken away on the black market. So when you disarm the population, then the only ones that are going to have the guns are the bad guys and the criminal government coming to kill you. Because again, that is what always precedes mass slaughter of the populations is gun confiscation can be trusted they've lied to us so many times from brian williams lying about taking enemy fire in a military helicopter when the helicopter we were traveling in was forced down after being hit by an rpg <laughs> a traveling nbc news team was rescued surrounded and kept alive by an armored mechanized platoon from the u.s Total army lie. third infantry 
morning, one of the biggest names in media is fighting for his reputation. Brian Williams has anchored NBC's nightly news broadcast for more than a decade. On Wednesday, Williams said he was sorry for saying his helicopter in Iraq was hit by a rocket-propelled grenade in 2003. That never happened. No! To Anderson Cooper standing in... Hillary did the same thing. She said that she was taking fire on the tarmac that... One I mean, I, I don't know why they feel they have to do this to look heroic or something. Total lie from the pit of hell when Hillary did it. I mean, here we go with this now. In front of a green screen while reporting on the Sandy Hoax gun confiscation psyop to Ashley Banfield and Nancy Grace thinking it was a good idea to deceive the viewers into thinking they were on a live feed separated by thousands of miles when they were actually sitting in the same dang parking lot yeah. not 30 feet from each other and then you, you could see the same cars that were going by the one were going by the other as they were doing the interview the cars were in the background this Nancy Grace and this other lady in the same parking lot in the Sandy Hook it's just like Sandy Hook, man. There's so many things on that. It's just wow. I mean, they really botched that one bad. And um, you're just dealing with a bunch of satanic liars and devils that are just here to deceive you and give you lies. Of course, who can forget that CNN continually shows political partiality? Doing what they call in politics, freezing pockets. Because the donors are giving her money thinking she's going to run. That means they're not going to have available money for other exactly. candidates if she doesn't. And I don't think she's going to give it to them. She's on her way to deciding. We'll see. About deciding. We couldn't help her any more than we have. <laughs> I know. You know I mean? She's, she's got just a free ride so far from the media. We're the biggest ones promoting her campaign. We couldn't help so her. So that's that. he's openly admitting, this devil from CNN is openly admitting that we couldn't help Hillary any more than, than you couldn't have. There's no way. I mean, she... She's gotten a free ride from the media. I mean, they couldn't have done anything more to promote her and to demonize Trump. Openly admitting that on air. Any more than we have. I know. You know I mean? She's, she's I got know. just a free ride so far from the media. We're the biggest ones promoting her campaign. Nothing these prostitutes for mainstream media say can be trusted. And I mean nothing. Ever. Sometimes people lie and appear to have good reasons to do so. But these toxic media outlets who even promote and foment wars that end up killing tens of thousands of innocent people lie for no reason at all. So when they report that a school shooting has taken place, my immediate response is, prove it. Surely this school has hall and classroom security cameras. Exactly. And even if they do submit video evidence as they attempted in the case of Columbine, what do the mainstream media and their government buddies always call for? Gun control. Which is really not gun control it's people control and these freedom snatchers are so dang predictable that leads me to my next response after the response of immediate disbelief and what they're trying to package and sell us my second response is what are they trying to push on us this time oh it's what they always push on us let's villainize a particular weapon in this case it's the go-to weapon of choice the ar-15 let's push for banning high capacity magazines Let's parade parasitic politicians, you know, those lovely individuals who make their living from the extortion of the people called taxation. Let's have those politicians who really don't give a damn about you leverage the emotion of the moment while people are scared and confused, and let's enact further legislation that demands universal background checks. We passed common sense measures that have actually reduced gun violence. These Lies. measures, like background checks, 
lies. A ban on assault weapons and high capacity lies and more lies. Other common sense steps. All they want to do is disarm the the patriotic, the the you know the Christians, the constitutionalists, the. That's all they want to do, the pro-Second Amendment people. That's the only thing they're concerned about is disarming. Because once you let them start going down this road, it'll never stop. Satan is never satisfied until they get all the guns. Because they're just going to have more mass shootings and they're going to call for, well, we got to take care of this gun now. we got to get this one off the street. Or these off the street. Until there's nothing left. And this is their whole pro- pro- program. To expand those background checks, we can tighten the rules that apply to gun purchases so that there are background checks. And while we're at it, let's push for the busybody, if you see something, say something mantra. Local authorities are stressing job one for students. If you see something, say something. How we can stop people before these heinous crimes occur. It's just too often the case that the perpetrators have given signals in advance. Essentially, if you see something suspicious, tell an authority who has a monopoly on force and can run roughshod over people's rights. And this background check idea is really the biggie that comes up every single time. Not to get too deep into the ridiculous background check idea, but basically it's a cry to have a certain class of people, the authorities, subjectively determine who among us should or shouldn't be allowed to own a firearm. This is the antithesis of individual liberty, and I'm not comfortable with that. Are you? Besides, if you are going to implement and be consistent with universal background checks, then by that psychological evaluation standard, a massive amount of law enforcement agents would have to be disarmed because surveys consistently indicate that domestic violence takes place in up to a staggering 40% of law enforcement families. In fact, the abuse rate for cops is up to 15 times higher than among the general public. Surely we don't want those guys to have guns, right? But who do officials want us to call every time there's a bad man with a gun? They want us to call a law enforcement official with a gun. An authority figure who is 15 times more likely to be a spouse or child abuser. That, my friends, is insanity. And to add to the insanity, why would you want to wait for a guy with a gun to stop a madman with a gun when the (coughs) simplest, most effective and efficient answer is to be armed yourself? When you have mere seconds to live, why in the world would you depend on the help of a savior who will take minutes to get there? Further insanity. Ask yourselves, why do we always see news reports on how many lives are taken by a psycho with a gun, but we never see a report telling us how many people's lives were saved by a good guy or gal with a firearm? In regard to this supposed shooting or any story, these people don't report the news. They create the news. It's a ratings game. It always has been, and it always will be. What do they want to instill into their viewers? The government has got to do something to help us and keep us safe. You'd think we'd have learned by now that the more government does, the more expensive things get, and the worse things get. I've always felt the nine most terrifying words in the English language are, I'm from the government and I'm here to help. Fundamental question, Senator. You have to have politicians on both sides of the aisle asking, how do we stop these school shootings? Before that happens, on no other step can follow logically or practically if you want me to cover this story in more depth so we have that so that's all i've really got for today i've done so many teachings on gun control i give you a link 
to the contendingfortruth.com website. Um, I just did a keyword search for gun control. I give you a link. It'll show you those teachings. Not to say it's exhaustive. I've probably um, done far more than even, even will come up on this link, but there's enough to keep you busy for a long time. And then I end it by this full gun control rebuttal reports and documentation with factual statistics to support 17 pages i tacked that on to the end of this pdf for february 19th 2018 uh and just this one i always go back to this one crime rates plummet after law required firearms for residents in kennesaw georgia 25 years murder free in guntown usa and this was a report that came on World Net Daily, April 19th, 2007. I, re- I live right near Kennesaw when I was going to chiropractic college. Our school used to play them uh, in basketball, I remember. Anyway, as the nation debates whether more guns or fewer can prevent tragedies like the Virginia Tech Massacre, and this is going all the way back to Virginia Tech Massacre. A notable anniversary passed last month in the Georgia town that witnessed a dramatic plunge in crime and violence after mandating residents to own firearms. In March of 1982, 25 years ago, the small town of Kennesaw, responding to a handgun ban in Morton Grove, Illinois, unanimously passed an ordinance requiring each head of the household to own and maintain a gun. Now, that this is a dramatic requirement, don't you think? Of course, opponents of such... Uh, a drastic action predicted grave results 25 years ago. What has really happened, though? Since then, despite dire predictions of Wild West showdowns and increased violence and accidents, not a single resident has been involved in a fatal shooting as a victim, attacker, or defender. Because if you were a criminal, isn't that like the last town you'd kind of want to go to knowing that this dynamic was in effect? Because good guys with guns prevent bad guys from guns from ever doing anything. They'll go somewhere else. Now, if the whole nation was like that, they'd have to relocate out of the country in order, you know, because, you know, they're they're going to worry, be worrying about saving their own skin if they know that everybody's, you know, armed or whatever, or the vast majority, they're going to really think twice. So that's just one thing there. It's 17 pages of this. It goes into all the statistics about Pol Pot and, and Stalin and Hitler and all those devils and how they used gun confiscation is a prerequisite to implement their you know mass genocide agendas uh so we have all that so i gave you this and that's all i have for today so i'll go ahead and close this out in a word of prayer heavenly father we do thank you for this day this time you've given us i thank you for letting us come together again lord i just pray that your truth would go forth lord the the truth of the word of god the truth of what is actually really going on in this world that you would give us eyes to see ears to hear and hearts to receive that you'd use this information lord Use the body of Christ, Lord. Use my listeners for your glory, Lord. That, that Use them to wake up other people, ultimately to get people saved, Lord. I pray you forgive us for any and all sins we've committed as we forgive those who have sinned against us and that the words of our mouth and the meditations of our heart will be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer, that you cleanse us from presumptuous sins and secret faults that they would not have dominion over us. And we ask all this in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen.